0: On this episode of the AIE Podcast.
1: We are ready to wrap up this raid.
2: And we're doing it online.
0: Happy 11th anniversary to STO.
1: SOTOR is getting ready to
2: rumble. And Dan Kinney is here to talk about AIE and ESO.
0: All that and more coming up now.
2: Bringing you the latest news from the A.I.E. gaming community. From
1: planet Earth and beyond! This
2: is the A.I.E. podcast!
0: Welcome to episode 360 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Okta-esque gaming community. The Die has been podcast. I am Akala. To my left is Tetsemi.
1: Um... I am so far behind on Final Fantasy Fourteen. I need to catch up.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm sound, it sounds like spreadsheets won't even help you, and that's sad. Nope. And to my right is MewCow.
2: Greetings, Guildies.
0: This week we're joined by a very special guest, Dan Kinia, who took a break from falling off things to talk to us about AIE and ESO. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I apologize. (laughs) All right. And while we have you on the spot, Kenny, why don't you tell us what you've been doing in and out of game? Uh, Out of game, I've been
3: staying home and staying safe. Um, In game, mandatory fun in ESO, new braid in WoW, playing a lot of Fallout 76, um, more stuff in WoW, back in ESO. Yeah, (laughs) the usual.
1: And running. Uh, You're running in real life.
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah, I started doing the zombie run 5K thing. Um, I'm just doing it on my treadmill. I'm still not leaving my house. But right. Yeah.
1: Well, that's well, how the zombies get you if you leave
2: the
0: house. Yeah. Well, I've been getting yeah. the
2: Like everyone's like, oh, Dan Kenya just finished a workout. Oh, Dan Kenya finished a workout. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> yeah i guess we do have our little workout bubble here and I, <laughs> <this is> <laughs> <laughs> the people that are connected on apple watch yes. yeah. that see each other's obsessive workouts okay mostly getting my obsessive workouts and mew burning more calories than any of us just by existing but that's a whole yeah. different story
2: Hey, if you had a five-year-old like i did
0: <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> but well, it's very true
3: one thing i've noticed about that too is the zombies run app Rights to exercise and my watch rights to exercise. It only counts the watch part, but it posts that I
0: finished the workout twice, which is sort of weird.
2: Yeah, interesting. Yeah.
0: All right, and Mew, besides running after said five-year-old, what have you been doing in and out of game?
2: Uh, Out of it, I actually did have to go out into that real-world place. It was kind of weird. So, but yeah, it's it's one of those cases where it's like, oh. I miss shopping. I don't like being here, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> miss, I shopping, miss shopping, but not, not
2: people. The people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if, if the whole rest store was just empty, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just go through and take your time, grab what you need, grab what you want. Like that's that's the big difference. Yeah. yeah not not...
0: whatever substitution they're giving you.
2: Yeah. I mean, on the on the one side, I guess we're kind of saving money because you know those impulse buys are harder to do when you're online. Yeah. But you know. Or easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely easier. But but uh yeah, a a little bit of that. But otherwise, you know, staying staying at home, trying to, you know, entertain ourselves with uh interesting TV shows and and video games. But uh um as far as the online world, I'm definitely leaning very heavily um towards Final Fantasy fourteen lately. Um it's just I I, it's it's probably fatigue and wow. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not gonna be I'm not going to be announcing I'm quitting any raid teams or anything, but that's good. But not pulling a
1: bumhofer.
2: No, no, not pulling a Baumhofer. But um, <laughs> um, and and we do love you, Ben. We're just teasing. Yeah, uh, we do. No, uh, I, um, I'm put to a point now where it's just I show up to raid and that's about it. You know, and I might spend a little bit extra time to to do my weeklies. I'm not even doing the dailies. Like it's just the callings aren't worth it worth the time invested in anymore. Any um, yeah. But, you know.
1: so it's okay. I have your Altidus. Oh, yeah. yeah. It
2: has. Yeah, you've actually finished all four Covenants, and I've only gotten two, so... Yep. You know. But, uh, but yeah, there'll be some interesting uh, talk about Altidus when we get to the Final Fantasy fourteen section, though. I have some notes to add there that aren't in there. But, uh, but yeah. Um, lots of time in Final Fantasy fourteen. I need to get back into Fallout 76, because they've got good stuff going on over there. Um, i'm definitely jonesing for a bit of that uh, fallout life but uh but yeah that's pretty much been my focus um i've uh interestingly enough started raiding in final fantasy 14 so nice Nice. yeah yeah it's 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 feels similar but it's not it's very curious it's um i don't know it just feels cleaner I, i it's hard to describe like well for one thing I don't have you know fifteen hundred mods right, right. exactly as everything yeah and you know it's, it's definitely a prettier raid like this they're just so much more visually interesting like you know some of these are just art installations practically yeah. you know just to watch these raids and and yeah and it's it's very, and like you know it's as soon as as soon as you wipe it's it's like it's it's so much nicer like when you wipe you start again
1: yeah like, you're right there. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you're not having to spend 15 minutes walking back to the boss that you're trying to fight. It's like, yeah. oh, you wiped. Okay, let's start again. Wiped. Okay, let's start again. Like it's just, it's so much cleaner and just, ah, uh, you, you know, like you're not losing your food buffs and like it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's so nice. So uh, when's Furt going to be coming? <laughs> uh, well,
0: I mean, let's see. I know if OMF had his way,
1: yeah, he's been trying to get people over, but
2: well, we had you, Rabbit you for a while. You did hear about? Uh, I don't know if is it if it's in the notes or not, but you did hear about Animal Crossing in Final Fantasy XIV. Yes,
1: I,
0: no, no wow. we
2: save that for next week for next show. Yeah,
0: yeah, Final Fantasy yeah. And teasers.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah teasers. Is there some interesting stuff coming? Um, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, what I've been up to. How about
0: Wasn't, you guys? What have you been up to?
1: Well, as we said, uh, I got my fourth character to sixty. Uh, joined Revendreth because I'd already done Ardenwald, Bastion, and Maldraxxus, and got her through the Covenant story Saturday morning. I finished it up. Um, So now I'm just grinding Renown to get to the Renown cap. Um, So I've done all four Covenant campaigns, and now I'm just in maintenance mode where I just log in, do one calling on Tet, and basically figure out, okay, what's going to be the easiest... Cause all the covenants have the same calling every day. So like today was, go do three quests in Maldraxxus. Like oh okay, so uh, what are the three? You know what are the quests available? Okay, this this and a pet battle. Got it. <laughs> and then it was it was just go do you know do that. Did it on Tet. Flip to the priest. Do it on the priest. Flip to the mm-hmm. you know flip to the yeah. the arms warrior. Do it there. Flip to my uh, shaman. And then I'm done, and then I go back to Tet and work on the actual Covenant, um, go do the Anima Conductor. I was getting people in Guild the achievement because in Maldraxxus, the seventh—I think it's the seventh seventh or eighth—boss uh, that spawns in the Theater of Pain uh, in the open world— can only be called by someone that's on a quest from the Maldraxxus Covenant. Um, yeah. And so I've been announcing in Guild Chat, hey, I'm pulling this, go in there, start the fight, and it just slips into the rotation. Usually you'll get the uh, bet on you boss first, and then that one falls up, and then it goes into the normal boss rotation from there. So,
2: Ashkin um, has one similar too. Yeah, same, same setup where you 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 blow a little horn, if it's activated, and then yes. you can pull this new boss and take
1: it yep. down. Um, so I've done that, basically, you know, in maintenance mode on that. Um, mm-hmm. Logging in daily to SOTOR just because it has a, hey, log in daily and you get a reward. You do it four mm-hmm. times during the week and you get a weekly reward as well. So I've been trying to do that. Oh. As well as they're in the middle of uh, trying to conquer one of the planets because it's Galactic Conquest Week, I believe is what they call it. And uh, so we're invading a planet. And if we win, you get the title Conqueror of Planet oh, to add yeah. to your character. So I logged in and knocked out about, I think I did about 100,000 conquest on one character yesterday to help out. Um, so if you're playing SOTOR, make sure you're logging in and j- literally anything you do in the game, run a flashpoint, craft yeah. something, uh, do a daily, do a weekly,
2: do something, the, you will get points. Take the fight master from here to there. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's silly, it's, it's silly the things that they'll give you points for.
1: Yeah. If you want to level an alt, you actually make the most conquest leveling an alt. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so I've been doing that. And then I got back into Final Fantasy 14 because I said, uh, I said, well, I should probably get current with the expansion coming out, I can't be that far behind. I forgot they actually put out content on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. so I am behind, (laughs) yeah. Um, uh, so but other than that, so I'm just rotating between those three games in between coding. Lots and lots of stuff for work and using parts of my brain. I didn't remember I had functions in. So, yep. But what have you been up to, McCullough?
0: A four foot ten. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Okay, five foot one Of my favorite heels, but who wears heels anymore? Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Well, we haven't done our Sunday night game since we last recorded. Uh, We had to take the last two weeks off. Um, Our Saturday D&D game has now switched to Star Wars. Uh, for a little while, and finally playing my former uh, tie fighter uh turned defector. <laughs> Uh then two adventures our first adventure our first session we had to um find a was told to us as a former isB agent that was selling information uh, and we needed to convince them to come with us because uh the New republic wanted to buy that information. What she actually ended up being was. She worked coms, and she had a stolen droid um, because she had overheard some valuable information. Uh, so we actually were able to get that off, you know, pretty pretty quickly. We noticed her in a bar um, in Voss Prime. She was seemed really nervous. We saw someone kind of threaten her. She left. We followed her. They attacked. Some amps attacked her. We fended them off got in the ship and went. Uh, so the first part was really easy. Uh, we get to our outpost and we can't, no one can break into the droid. Uh, so now we have to go to an Imperial listening station and infiltrate it to recover with information's on it. Um, it's a really fun system, especially um, you know, you very much have your assigned roles. So being the pilot um i can do a lot of stuff outside of the ship but i'm the best i'm the best you know at in the cockpit um so i'm really liking the system it's a lot of fun it's kind of fun playing a former imperial because you have uh prejudices and you need to make sure that you don't treat the non-humans badly Yep. <laughs> um and it was kind of fun because the npc being a defector um kind of like she was you know i was able to kinda interact with her like no 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 that's you Can't actually do that, you need to treat people with respect, so that was fun. Um, our Thursday night game, uh, we are we've dealt with the big bad well, one of the big bads of the city, who which was a Duke, um, that has a small cult in her basement of her um via. <laughs> as um, you we took her out as you do, um, and there's some hints that an angelic creature celestial is not good it's been turned or something or um, cause that's it's what void, they were worshiping. <laughs> right. Uh, very much so. Um, so we took her out, uh, went to find um, this prominent individual um, from another town. that had been there. Um, he seems like a doddering old man, except when you look at him in certain light, there's a demonic shadow behind him. His, his shadow is not there and there's a demonic shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we convinced him that we were there to rescue him got him out. Now he knows that we're not there to rescue him. I uh, met up with an <laughs> NPC. Um, it was very interested in him, so we're now um, actually with his box, which is which was with a box that had the man's soul trapped inside. That's what they're interested in, not him anymore. Um, right. He confessed to you know making a bargain with a being to save his town, and it still didn't work because it was destroyed. Uh, we left him with the authorities, and now we're going to Candlekeep. And in our Call of Cthulhu game. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> this was the first time... Okay, we're 32 sessions in. Call of Cthulhu is not a kind game. Um, It tends to be lethal. You tend to either die or go crazy after a few adventures. We still have our original four. We have... Character or players that come in and out, but the base of us, the four of us, um that are part of our Saturday gaming group or part of this group, we're still all together. We're still all playing the same characters. We almost died on set on Wednesday. Um we had we were in a deserted, um isolated um Scottish island called the Island of Rum. Uh, On the island were five other people when we got there because people kept disappearing. Mm. Um, One of the people ended up disappearing while we were there. We tracked down the source of the disappearance, which was the owner of the island's father that had gone mad 20 years ago uh, when he had tried to, when he did open up a gate um, to who knows what um, in the middle of one of the hinges. Um, He was dead, not dead. Uh, we quickly took him out, and we found the ritual needed to close the gate. Oh. But it was very difficult. Um, the easier way to do it is to, sa- do sac- to use human sacrifices, uh. which we weren't going to do. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, it was this really fun, um, long, kind of drawn-out ritual where we almost failed. Uh, We did end up getting it, getting the gate closed, but it still had a round of we had to fight. We had to deal with it. Um, Of the group, we did it with the other members of the town or of the of the island. Uh, So there's eight of us. All but two ended up getting trapped in its tentacles. Uh, The other two could either run and save themselves or help us out. Um, And that was a struggle, literally. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun and it really, because they were trying to get us out, they almost got trapped in. Right. Um, so yeah, no, we almost, we almost had a a total party kill and even though our characters are pretty scarred, this is one, like mentally scarred and emotionally scarred. This is one, this is, this, this is going to take, um, some toll on us because we kind of ended it with, you know, the gates closing but there's something beyond that gate, and it looks at you, and it knows your name, and it's waiting for you when you die. Mm, so fun. you know the type of the uh, the uh, very fun um, Cthulhuian, um, yeah. just love crafty, and it's dark, it's ominous. <laughs> Things are going to go real bad, real fast. Oh,
1: but wait, what year is it?
0: It is currently. Well, we were in March of
1: 1939. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're heading to. And-
0: we're heading to France next. I it's I, I, I did <laughs> ask I did ask my DM I'm like, hey, I like to plan dinners around game. What should I put on the menu for Wednesday? And I actually was already pla- I was already thinking I was gonna do French food because it took a while for him to answer. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do a cocoa va-bonc. And he's like, Oh yeah, I think we're going to France. I'm like, excellent. I mean <laughs> it matches my menu, but I don't really know if I want to be in France, France right now.
1: In nineteen
2: thirty nine. No.
0: I think nineteen thirty nine is safe. It's later that it gets real yeah. bad so yeah so um it's still honestly of of the campaigns i'm doing it's still my favorite um uh, just because the system is so it's a really great system and the storyline is fascinating and i love my character and yeah honestly call Cthulhu was the best thing to come out of this damn time period <laughs> for me to start doing it because no one was doing anything it's like hey i don't yeah. want to play on wednesday night Very so that's cool. what i did this week oh and i baked crumb cake which is Half of it. Mm-hmm. No, a third of it's in the Guild Kitchen. Tet and the hoardling have eaten a lot of that crumb cake.
1: It's good. It's really it's good. good.
0: <laughs> they each took a big piece on Friday when I made it, and then they each had a big piece for dessert on Friday. Yup. <laughs> yup. That's how it goes in our family. Yeah. All right. So, I think that's about it. Um, we're going to dig into ESO in a few, but let's go ahead and go through this week's news.
2: A-I-E News.
0: all right we have your mandatory fun night schedule where the fun is mandatory but attendance is not uh sunday wow classic uh 2 p.m eastern
1: actually sunday. it's 1 p.m eastern now sorry she switched it back oh
0: okay 1 p.m eastern please i yep. do apologize all right and sunday um in eight minutes or seven minutes uh so uh so tr- uh, wow sto at 8 (laughs) 30 eastern um monday is guild wars 2 at 9 30 eastern tuesday um sotor at 9 p.m eastern and yes that is 8 p.m max that's the only time we'll change that for you max (laughs) um just kidding buddy we adore you uh tuesday (laughs) uh final fantasy 14 casual rating 9 30 p.m eastern Wednesday, I see why you're busy. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Fun Night, 9 p.m. Eastern. And Thursday, Final Fantasy Progression Rating at 9.30 Eastern. Friday is ESO with Kenny at 9 p.m. Eastern. Friday, Final Fantasy Late Night Fun at 11 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, Low Tour at 8.30 Eastern. Um... Saturday, Final Fantasy Maps Night at 9.30 Eastern, and of course we wrap up your week with Saturday, new braiding at 11 p.m. Eastern with Kenny.
1: Yes. So if you want to raid with Kenny, ESO on Friday and Saturday with new braid.
0: All right. It Ink. is really impressive because when we started this calendar, there was like like five things in there. I know. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah.
2: something. Yeah. And half of it's F- FFX 14. It yeah. is, yeah. Well,
1: oh, you know, ABO's a little extra. Anyway, Guild Podcast <laughs> News. Sotor Escape Podcast 369, Light of the Jedi. The High Republic is coming. We're starting a book club style discussion for the month of February. In Working Class Nerds, episode 95, the celebration of Utini. The Working Class Nerds gentlemen oh, are joined by the hosts of Utini Cast, Chill and Kitty. Together they talk about Sotor aie Con 2021 and of course utini cast and catching up on the fleet action report episode 27 starship mastery and leveling fleet action report greebog takes the reins solo as nicodus was out sick with covid and got better got better so oh my just, gosh. just declare that greebog covers one of the fastest ways to level up your ship mastery this should help those with obvious reason of unlocking more starship traits to use. Grebog even delves into an elite patrol. In episode 28, part 3, guest stars, Nicodus and Greebog, see, I told you you got better, bring you another <laughs> Fleet Action Report. This time, we're covering the voice actors in the game from 2016. And in episode 29, the 11th anniversary event. In this episode of the Fleet Action Report, Nicodas and Greebog take you through all the news and events that have been happening leading up to the 11th anniversary, and then they delve into the 11th anniversary and what there is to do.
2: All righty, and a quick blurb about what the Nomads are up to, AIE D&D. For those that signed up to play D&D with Katabari, uh, check your Discord DMs for your game invites, because that's going, that's cool. Yep.
0: Excellent. All right. And Division 2. It's Resident Evil's 25th anniversary crossover apparel event. Uh the Ubisoft um website has uh rundown of that, and there's also a link in the show notes.
1: But do they have anyone that's nine foot six? That's what I want to know.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that is that is a big question. You know what, vampire girl? Yeah. Vampire yeah. She's become quite the sex symbol. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and In Destiny 2 news, there's a small, relatively active group of Guardians regularly playing the game. Post in the Nomads or Destiny 2 Discord channel to chat with fellow players. Join the Cross Save Clan at the following link on BungieNet included in the show notes, and the weekly clan engrams are available at the clan vendor in the tower. Currently, the Gambit and Nightfall engrams are available on a regular basis. Is there a X men crossover? No? Okay. Yeah, nothing, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wait. That's... Never mind.
0: Yeah, Interested yeah, in yeah. raiding yeah. on the PC? Spoilers.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the clan is looking for a few more people on the current raid content. Post in the Discord if you're interested. Looking to raid on another platform? Also coordinate in Discord. And the season of Chosen starts on Tuesday.
2: All righty. Over to WoW, and we're going to have a little raid team news.
0: In-person raid, in, in raid wrap-up.
2: Yep. yep. Especially starting with New Raid, which we're going to throw over to Denkinia to tell us about.
0: New Raid is currently
3: 10 of 10 in LFR. We finally got <laughs> Denar- Denarthius, Denathrius, however you Denathrius. say his name down last yep. night. Yep. Um. So that makes, I think, four weeks in a row that we've ran LFR. My math is correct. Yep. If I can count. <laughs> um however we plan to, to step foot into normal next week so we'll have a full group of 30 hopefully and we're going to try to get the first few pluses down on normal awesome nice. oh shriek
2: it, shriek is going to be so interesting with 30 people wow yeah. <laughs> so
3: what we might do is uh gajora who does our strategy calling um he has a skip pa- right past Shriekwing. so we oh. might skip wing and go back to her mm. later. Yeah. Because we really don't want to beat our head against one boss for two hours. So we might like maneuver.
2: Yeah. We're probably a good idea. All righty. And then in other news, uh, Furt is four of 10 in normal.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Hell Hel- Frozen Over on the Alliance side is six of 10 in normal. Those Filthy Casuals are nine of 10 in normal. Where is the tank? Where has anyone oh. seen him? Um, they are at 9 of 10 in Normal. Right there. Uh, behind the curve is 10 of 10 in Normal. Last Stand is up at 4 of 10 in Heroic. And the, what is it was Peanut Butter Jelly fan club, I believe? I think so, um, is, yeah. Uh, is, uh 4 of 10 in Heroic. Kitty Aggro, which happens to me from time to time when I'm trying to raid. Um, <laughs> is a uh, seven of ten in heroic and then better late than never is nine of ten in heroic and, and where's h and h uh, h and h I believe we are at three of ten in, in heroic okay. we've kind of had a, a bit of a restructuring and have kind of we decided to step back down to more of a what we call it a hard car casual yeah um uh, so we've been actually doing a little bit more of normal, just because we've been bringing some newer people in, which we'll talk about here in a uh, moment. There you but go. Uh, but uh, wanting to kind of help them gear up because we, you know, we wanted to bring in some you know friendly, fun people that uh, do that. So you know, some normal gear will help that out. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so we'll jump right into it. So we do have a couple of uh, raid team recruitment posts. Uh, if you have your own raid team recruitment post you want to add. To, uh, send it in to us. Um, at, uh, oh, geez. I've already forgotten the email address. We'll say it down below. Yeah. In fact, we could
1: podcast yeah. at dot guildorg uh,
2: <laughs> There you go. Um, so send it in there, and we will include it here in the podcast. Or just uh, put it in the raid recruitment
1: channel in Discord. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, we can grab it from there as well. Um, H&H is the late-night heroic raiding team in Dignitas subguild. We raid Mondays and Thursdays from essentially midnight until 2 a.m. Eastern server time. We put 11.55 because we're hoping people will show up there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. Things happen. Um, We have a couple of nights of of Mythic Plus dungeoning on the sides. That is uh, Saturdays and Wednesday nights. So if you we're always running those and we do it most of the week, but you know, we'll, we'll bring others with us as well. I don't, it doesn't just have to be raiders. Um, <clears throat> we're always looking for people that enjoy a bit of a challenge in the heroic scene without getting too stressed about burning through the highest content. At the moment we are hunting for healers and DPS, but could always use tankable classes for backups or mythic plus runs. Feel free to reach out. If you have any questions, sounds familiar. Cause I'm pretty sure I wrote it. Yeah, uh, you did. <laughs> <clears throat> And then on the other side of things, um Hellfroze Over, a beginning commercial. Hell Froze Over is a casual raid group with the following goal of fun is greater than loot. Camaraderie is greater than progression. Pirates, no pirates are not better than ninjas, they're <laughs> equals. Yeah. What, is, what is this copy? <gasps> um uh Chris, crispy is apparently better than Wiggly. Sharon? Oh it is. Yes.
0: It's bacon yes.
1: and oh
2: yeah. bacon. Oh yeah.
0: floppy bacon gross, Floppy
1: bacon is gross.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I like to have it just just the right about a crisp. We've, we've exactly. taken a
0: stand on this podcast, and, and I don't think it's really a controversial stand. It's the right?
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no. Uh, but HFO is doing Friday nights. Uh, they do invites starting at about uh, 7.45 p.m., which, oh, it looks like it's uh, all times are Eastern, okay? Eastern time. Uh, the goal is to start pulling trash at 8 p.m. Uh, we take breaks at the top of each hour, and at the end of Raid, well, I guess that would be a big break, huh? At the end of Raid, <laughs> at 11 p.m. all times are Eastern. Uh, we encourage people to bring the class. They enjoy most have friends on other realms. No problem. We have several team members in other realms. We do ask that you keep your hands and feet inside the raid at all times. End (laughs) of commercial. (laughs) And then we need some minions to the (laughs) horn. There you go. (laughs) If you uh, want some more information about HFO, uh, please message Fez, um, in discord. Or in game with his battle tag in the show notes. Fez gig. Awesome.
0: All right. Alliance, Alliance or AIE Alliance on Earth and Ring US will be coming on its two year anniversary this March. Please share any ideas on how we can celebrate. Let Fez, Cy, or Gusty know. Uh, they continue to get new people who are either coming back from the game after many years. Um, they're either or they're Horde friends checking out the Alliance side, or some people who are new to WoW are looking for a family friendly, family friendly, casual environment to play in. Mythic runs happen weekly to help folks see content and to gear up for raid. Remember, you can always find the AIE guild officers in Discord in the LFO channel, or ping them at officers. You can request WoW guild invites via the in game system by searching for Aliyah Octa even if there's no officers online. Just remember, you have to go back to guilds and communities um, to have to accept the invites once an officer approves it.
2: And yep. speaking of people coming back, yeah, hi, Bovi. Bovi! Bovi, and also someone uh, near and dear to the podcast, Nomis. Yep. Thomas is back as well.
0: That's awesome.
2: Yep. Yeah. Ohio amazing.
0: party people. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. He's yeah. been lurking on both sides. He had an Alliance carry to bring over too. So yep. relevant to the post.
0: And
1: line that is still tough to say, will be yeah. free to watch on February 19th and 20th. Oh, I know where I'll be. There will be six <laughs> channels of content to watch covering all the games. <laughs> We have included a link in the show notes to the news uh, as they update the schedule. And to go along with BlizzCon line, commemorate 30 years of Blizzard games and universes with three treasure troves of in-game items and extras. Limited time bundles will help you channel the anniversary spirit as you adventure and battle in the world of Warcraft, Overwatch, Hearthstone, Diablo 3, Starcraft 2, Starcraft Remastered, and Heroes of the Storm and there are three bundles spirit. to buy from depending on if you want the mount and game time so
2: furious typing
1: yep if you have or buy a 6 month sub to wow you will get the lucky yuan mount it's golden bull who will b- bestow prosperity upon anyone who touches its glittering hide okay then i know over
2: right? in yeah over in the time trapped area of wow classic if you're interested in creating a character with the AIE Guild in Wild Classic, uh, they play Horde on Paggle PVE Realm. Once you make a character, jump into the LFO channel on Discord and request a guild invite. And they hope to see you in game.
0: Awesome. And an STO, as referred to previously, it's their 11th anniversary. There's a special event that includes a special Klingon recruit with several account level unlocks, a tier six ship reward, a new party popper, I almost said pooper, and an easy <laughs> way. To unlock additional uh, emotes. The event lasts until the 25th.
1: And in SOTOR, let's get ready to rumble! Don't sue us. All right. Uh, This week in AIE, SOTOR is battling to win a planet. The metagame is available only a few times a year, and we're going all out. For for perspective, AIE guildies have put over $85 and this was as of... Two days ago, I think it's up over 110 million now uh, points on the scoreboard. 100 million, yeah. Some Between 100, 110 million points on the scoreboard, which is many times what we normally do. We're in the lead on our chosen planet of Zyost. Zyost, but the second place guild does not stop pressing so neither will we mfn mega ops teams as well as the other organized and semi-organized activities were all geared and aimed towards this one goal every day play counts too so in any style any amount as for game news there's a new patch coming in a week or so but who can even think about that more and about later if you have a Soto character, please log in, jump over to the pub side, say hi, and possibly shoot a few things, or throw pebbles at them. This week won't be over until Tuesday
2: morning. Tuesday morning.
0: Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday.
2: <clears throat> Alrighty, over to Final Fantasy XIV for a little blurb. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Patch 5.5 Part 1 is releasing <laughs> April 13th. Uh, this will be part one of the story leading to the next expansion called Ed Walker. We're going to the moon. <laughs> um, in uh, days long ago and almost forgotten, Heidelin nearly fell to an ancient uh, to an event called the Final Days, and those days are once again upon us. Endwalker Walker is announced to be releasing this fall, 2021. Endwalker Walker will contain all new zones, of course, and two new jobs: mm-hmm. the Sage. Sage is actually unique to Final Fantasy class. Normally they take classes from other Final Fantasy games, but they created this one essentially from from scratch. I think they used a name... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, that's more Scholar. This one is... This one's a a, a little bit... uh, um, I I won't say cooler, because Scholar is pretty cool, too. Um, It's a healing class that uses barriers to protect their allies and can augment their magical attacks using a weapon that's difficult to describe, but also nonetheless. Essentially... It they're finally going into high tech because essentially these are little, like, like imagine little, they're almost like floating, like, stick droids. Yeah. And there's, there's four of them and they shoot beams and they create, you know, high tech barriers around stuff. And you shoot people to heal. Sounds familiar, huh? Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, Sotor might be, uh, one looking over for a moment. Um, <clears throat> They also uh, announced that there's going to be a melee DPS class, but they kind of kept it close to the chest, but they still were, you know, trying to be as spoilery as possible. Uh, It's a new melee DPS class. Uh, There's some vague hints. Current consensus seems to be it'll be probably uh, wielding a scythe and possibly heavy armor. Um, There was, like, a little bit of Grim Reaper stuff going on, and, you know, we're kind of overdue for not only scythe, but, but hammers, so they're thinking it might be some kind of a, you know two-handed huge weapon of some sort a Dps <clears throat> so yeah lots of excited but we'll talk much more about about that in about two weeks um, the as far as the free company goes um, there are events coming as follows every Saturday at 9:30 p.m. Eastern still doing map nights and they dive into the treasure dungeons with that fat loops going on the the new version where it's doing the uh, the little roulette thing uh, is, is pretty cool. They've done it in previous expansions, but they have it for the current expansion now. So that's always fun to do. Thursdays are 9 p.m. Eastern, where everyone hits the Fields of Bosja to fight the Garlean Empire and empower the expansion's new relic weapons. If you haven't started it yet, now is the perfect time to join because everyone's running around crazy in there. Um, <clears throat> there's also a group that is exploring Heavens on High on Sunday nights. It is the randomized Endless Dungeon that was released in Stormblood. And if you're currently making your way through, hit them up. You have to unlock the uh, Palace of the Dead first to do Heaven on High. So that's something you have to remember. But uh, they are looking for people to join, and that's always a fun time. Uh, Just check out the Final Fantasy 14 channel for more info, or if you have any questions. So,
1: New, does this mean if the Final Fantasy 14 expansion is Endwalker then the next wow expansion is going to be end runner
2: probably <laughs> sounds about right yeah end stroller we'll or
1: something it.
2: or yeah beginning
1: i mean shadow bringers versus yeah. shadow lands it was a little too on yeah. the nose
2: yeah yeah <laughs> we'll see if if the next wow expansion's on on a moon somewhere then i'm going to be calling shenanigans. right WoW. yeah but the but they, there is one one other thing that the, we buried to lead of um, they are also going to be bringing to us in 6.0 all world visits so it's no longer stuck to data centers yay so, nice. yeah which i am very happy because that means i don't have have at least one all on every data center if i want to play with someone there so you now go. You can visit every world so Sweet. Uh, i like lo- yeah okay. i love the way they do it because it's it's wow has an interesting way of doing it because you if you you know join with friends um your friends list you can play it together but this one no you literally go to their world and you're just there you yeah. just you see it it's it's, just, it's a nice setup but yeah looking forward to that
0: nice cool all right and in guild wars 2 news oh that's been a while nice uh february 12th is for the next uh dungeons and more night and it's also the new year new the lunar new year event in guild wars 2 which by the way runs through the 21st and Check in lord of the rings, out, rings night sorry, i sorry say and there's a guild wars 2 2- Two channels channel. of course. Yep. In Discord.
1: And in Lord of the Rings Online news, we've been hanging out in voice while leveling some tunes. All are welcome to hang out with us. We also went back to Player versus Monster Player and had some really good fights. They will be running some group stuff Saturday nights for Marks. So just look for Saturday Night Fun Night for Lord of the Rings Online. We also will be returning to Monster Play on February 20th. Join us in showing the Freeps who is the boss freeps free people all right and <laughs> a small bug fix patch should be coming sometime this week
0: all right and that is the end of the news let's get let's get back to Kenny and find out what is going on in ESO Speaking what's up Kenny of
1: expansions <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so first off in the world of game
3: news there was a recent global reveal event to talk about the gates of oblivion which is going to be the next year long adventure that ESO is doing um, it's going to start out with what they're calling the Flames of Ambition DLC that releases on March 8th. Happy birthday to me. Right. Maybe if you're on PC and March 16th, if you're on uh, consoles. Um, they're saying two new dungeons the Cauldron, where you will have to be stopping. You will have to be trying to stop a deadly ritual. That sentence made no sense. <laughs> and Black Drake Villa, where you'll be looking for a book. Um, also, something to do with cultists and, you know, <laughs> the normal. Thing. Like you do. As you do exactly, um, the new chapter, which is going to be called Blackwood, is scheduled to release on June 1st for PC, Mac, and June uh, 8th for Xbox and PlayStation. It'll have a new region, new Daedric threats, and basically seems to harken back to the old Oblivion game a tiny bit, from what I was seeing. So
1: nice. Um,
3: yeah, absolutely looking forward to all of that new content. Um, for the guild we've been doing our normal mandatory fun nights on Fridays. Um, the last last week we tried to get a monster set for someone had a hard time finding a good tank um, so ended up just you know running around and killing things in a public dungeon instead. Um, we've also done a couple other nights of dungeon leveling and just hanging out and usually finding a cliff to jump off of so yeah um, but good fun.
1: Very cool, so, what's the difference between what you were trying to run around and get the monster set from versus the public dungeon? Is it a like a raid versus a dungeon or a scenario versus no. a dungeon? It's
3: um it's dungeons. It's just the the monster set only drops off of what they call a veteran dungeon, which is a four person run. Veteran dungeons are just harder difficulty of what we normally run. Usually for the low level dungeons, if we don't have a tank, if we have a competent DPS that can pretend to tank, we're okay with a a full guild group. The problem we were running into is we went in with a healer and two DPS and we queued for a tank and the tank kept dropping out after the first boss. Oh no! Mm -hmm. So it was three of us trying to brute force our way through and we just didn't have the DPS and heals to do it. Sure. We actually got all the way to the last boss, and we made two attempts at that before it's like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. We just can <laughs> to kill it fast enough.
2: Yeah, gotcha. to g- give you an idea, um, to compare it to like to WoW, which everyone's familiar with, imagine going in a mythic dungeon without a tank versus going into Torghast with a group of four people. Yeah. Like, okay. It's tuned to where you have to have a tank. You have to have someone that is taking the focus of all that damage for the most part that's not AoE to a tank that can handle it. Right. Versus going to Torghast, what's it's designed that everyone can survive it, and you don't need a tank, and you're just killing things. Gotcha.
3: Yeah, so it's it's just harder level of content. I mean, if we would had four DPS, we could have probably done it, or three DPS and a good healer, we could probably have done it. But being only three of us and not having anyone there that could take those hits, it just it yeah. was not gotcha. going so well for us. But we made a good attempt, and next week hopefully we'll be able to actually get the monster set that our member was looking for. That'd be great.
1: So is it typically yeah. four or five to a group?
3: Uh, dungeons are four.
2: Okay,
1: so okay. it's so, like Final Fantasy fourteen.
2: Yeah. Tank, healer, two DPS. Okay. Yep,
3: dungeons are four. Trials, which are ESO's version of raids, those are 12. we we generally don't have enough consistent people to do a trial group. And then there are public dungeons, which are tuned for two or three people. Um, But those are not instanced. So you can end up with a bunch of random people running around in there with you, which can help you kill bosses, which is great.
1: (laughs) That harkens back to EverQuest days. That was the, that was actually the big selling point of wow coming out of EverQuest was none of the dungeons in EverQuest were instanced. So you literally walked into the dungeon area and did a camp chat to find out which bosses were currently camped by people waiting and which one were Mm -hmm. open, and then you had to go find an open one and whisper the group that was camped on the boss you wanted, hey, put me on the list, so when you leave, notify me, and then you got slotted in. Uh, yeah, and then you came to wow. Like, wait a minute, we get the whole dungeon to ourselves. What? This is a miracle.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in Final Fantasy 11 was the same way. To where the dungeons weren't actually an instance. It was the same way as the public dungeon, where everyone wanders in the same thing. You have to do the camp check. Hey, who's around? Right. Who's doing what? Who's pulling what? You Especially want to know because you don't know. You want to know if there's a train coming through, mm-hmm. which is a oh, um, yeah, a... that's
0: like a good thing to know.
2: Yeah, and- yeah.
3: So for ESO with the public dungeons, there are usually anywhere from about seven to nine bosses in there and they respawn fairly quickly. So it doesn't matter if other people are in there before you or after you. If you miss a boss, you can turn around and go back and get it, which is a great piece of it. So even though it's not instanced and anyone that tags it basically gets credit, even if they're not in your group, there's no I've tagged the mob. It belongs to me. Everything is shared one of the great benefits of this game is how easy it makes it to play with other people. Yeah. It um, doesn't matter. There's a level discrepancy. You could be in there with a level one and a level 50 and you're both contributing that you're both doing damage and you're getting level appropriate experience and loot. So it's not a big deal that the publics aren't instanced. It just works really
0: well.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So does that fun sheet where everyone is technically level 50. It's just, they call you level one, two, three, four or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. Now, we had, um, speaking of trains, that was also one of the things in EverQuest, Blackboro, you'd be sitting at the top near the zone entrance, because basically, if somebody called train, you got out of the zone, because, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because if not, there's about 100 murderous kobolds coming for you, and you weren't going to survive. It didn't matter how high level you were. They were they were coming for you. Mm-hmm. But we had a guild yeah. member named Trian. T-R-I-A-N as opposed to Train. <laughs> so as a joke, we would literally call Trian to Zone, and it didn't matter where he was. He would head to the Zone from the bottom <laughs> of the dungeon and just bring everything with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun. I I kind of miss those days, but I know I don't have the patience or time. Yeah, to do that yeah, anymore. You would,
0: I would go to bed around ten o'clock at night, and you would crawl to bed around four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back when you played EQ and rated. that's because uh, when stuff
1: was open, it was so yeah. camped yeah. during prime time hours that you could only play off hours to get a shot if you weren't in one of the power guilds. So yeah, yeah.
2: back when gaming was an eight-hour job,
1: yeah, Yeah. literally.
0: I mean, luckily we were lucky because he he was um was on contract to at a company, yeah. uh, But at that time he was on contract, but he didn't have a current assignment for a lot of time. He was doing sitting on the bench, (laughs) sorry, um, EQ. Um, so yeah, he could be up all night. Yeah, uh, gaming. Um, I I (laughs) I agree, Seema.
1: Yeah, EQ was a young man's game. A yes. way younger yes, man's game. It was.
0: But this was twenty plus years ago.
1: But, and it's it's that same dynamic that Wild Classic had. You knew everyone on that server. You knew oh. mm-hmm. everyone in your guild. And those I still talk to a lot of those friends that were in the Jester's Guild on Bartoculus in EverQuest when it first launched. Um, yeah, it just, you don't, there's not that same level. I mean, cause you had to, 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 you know, you were, you were, like you said, it was an eight hour job. You were in yeah. there constantly with these people and relied on them to do anything. I mean, when you yeah. died, you lost experience. You could lose a level when you died. So, mm-hmm. you know, yep.
2: same with final fantasy <laughs> 11. This. Uh, Final Fantasy XI and ESO were, were almost identical. It's just one was in the Final Fantasy world. Yeah. Same, same exact setup, yeah. And, and you, you got to know who those healers were because healers were, I mean, they're still important now, but they were just, they were so rare because it was so difficult to be one. Because yeah. you had to level up as that healer, and the job was designed to be that healer. Like, yeah. it didn't have much in the way of DPS. There you was no play. damage was output at all. Yeah, no. They, like, they, their only job was to heal and keep you alive because every hit that tank would take would almost take away all their health. Yeah, the healer would be constantly just peppering them with basically with, with you're a battery pack. Yes. yes. So it's so yeah. You got to know like that healer. Oh, this healer always comes on at about eight p.m. On, on you know every every night. And you know the so you, you you might have your friends list and you're just waiting for that little pink. And then you, yep. <laughs> you'd log right. in and you'd have a flood of tells, uh, of yeah. whispers saying, hey, "Hey, hey, hey, come here, come here, come here," because you wow. know those that healer was wasn't it was in demand. So you'd have to hit, try to hit yeah. them first before everyone else tried to grab them. So wow. yeah, yeah. Don't miss those days. Don't miss them no. at all. No.
0: <laughs> all right, and generally ESO fun is um, nine o'clock um, Eastern on Fridays, correct, Kenny? Correct, nine o'clock Eastern Friday nights. Awesome.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, what is so? Is there any sort of friend referral or anything like that. If people want to get into ESO, what's the best way besides posting in LFO, Hey, I need an invite. Is there anything they should do beforehand?
3: Um, they can use LFO and say they need an invite or in the ESO channel, either one. Um, we invite as we p- see people need it and anyone's welcome. You don't have to. So there are three different factions you can pick an ESO. When you create a character, our guild is not fact. Action specific so pick whichever one you like the aesthetic of the best um it it's that's something that's only important for pvp and we're not a pvp focused group so gotcha. no real big deal there and what are the three factions i one. want to say
1: like vampire werewolf and something else but that, <laughs> i know that's not right tree elves <laughs> uh
3: all the, so there's Aldmerian the dominion or ad as we shorten elves. it there Mostly the elves, yeah. <laughs> but be. doesn't have to doesn't be. Khajiit or AD as well. Yep. Uh, then there is Hart And why am I all of a sudden blanking on the third one? Because you were asked.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've, I'm yeah. blanking on it too. It's uh Hart and I, I'm forgetting the other one, yeah. Because there's the um, one with the one with the humans mostly.
0: I'm Googling
2: daggerfall covenant? That's yes, it.
3: daggerfall. So, uh Daggerfall Covenant is is primarily Breton, Redguard and Orc, yeah. is the Nord, the Dunmer or Dark Elf and Argonian and then mm-hmm. the AD is the Altmer, Bosmer and Khajiit.
1: Yep. I have coin.
3: And then <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have wares. And-
3: And then, of course, you can be a vampire if you'd like, or you can do werewolves. We have vampire and werewolf members in the guild. Um, They can get a bite for you, so don't worry about paying for them. Nice. Um, So, yeah, just our our biggest rule with it is play what you like, and we'll help you get the most enjoyment out of it that you can. If you need help making uh, gear, let us know in guild chat or in Discord, and we'll Mm -hmm. help you out with gear, with crafting mats, whatever.
2: And there's oh, yeah. all I kinds of fun houses to visit. Was... Go ahead, Mew. So... I was say there's there's all kinds of huge houses people love to show off. You know, the guild itself has a dedicated house for people to visit in case you wanna somewhere to hang out. There's all kinds of fun stuff going on there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I saw Lars was posting about his uh stamina knight, blade main and builds for that in the ESO channel, so that looks yeah, fun. Yeah, stamina,
2: night blade's really powerful, especially if you have the assassins' guild and the thieves' <laughs> guild all maxed out.
1: Nice.
3: So my my Sork, um has assassins and thieves maxed out, maxed out, and can do the sneaky mm-hmm. stuff. But I much prefer not to do the sneaky stuff. <laughs> so if I go into rob house, I just murder everybody. It's <laughs> way to here for me.
2: Now, see, I, I have a I have a Khajiit, um a night Stamina and with a maxed out thief and assassin, no one sees you. And you can <laughs> choose to kill people. People don't even see you killing others. Who you did that, that's how that's how powerful the K'chid are at being that you can. He just goes you into know, houses and
1: rearranges books.
2: <laughs> yeah, knock stuff off tables, that sort of thing, and no right. one notices that you did it.
3: Yeah. So my Sork used to be a vampire, but I, I had her cured when uh, Skyrim came out because vampirism was not quite as good for magical classes anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had the benefits of basically being instantly hidden as soon as she crouched, especially in the shadows. Ooh, right. That's the vampire trait. So prior to Skyrim coming out, I went through and finished up the Thieves Guild and the Dark Brotherhood to get all of those benefits for her. Because I knew right. I was going to get rid of the instantly hidden one.
1: Cool.
0: Yes. All right. Well, I think that is our show for the night. Um, while the chat room begins suggesting t- titles, uh, we want to thank Kenny for joining us. And Kenny, where can people find you besides on the floor? How would you?
2: Over the cliff. I mean. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, on, on the on the on the damn side of a, ca- a canyon wall. Anyway, sorry. Where can they find you, Kenny? So I can be found on Twitter at Dan Kinia,
3: D-A-N-K-I-N-I-A. And I also stream the ESO mandatory fun nights on Fridays and new braid on Saturdays at twitch.tv slash Dan kenya And just uh, talking about me floor tanking, I was convinced to let the floor tank counter be for the full year, not just for each individual week. Ooh. I believe I'm up at
0: 17 deaths so far. Oh, wow. Since January. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. So if you get over a certain amount, um, are they required to send you a prize? <laughs> I think honestly they really need to or, or maybe or maybe there should be a poll um, like uh, to see who um, what you end up at the year with. You know, like yeah. everyone has to like <laughs> put so much money into that. Oh yeah, right. do the
2: little, little yeah, part yeah. uh and then gold the you have thought, coin
1: per death. And You
0: could have the pot. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
3: That's uh, something that we can be discussed, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE Gill.org. You can there's also that email. follow us on what?
2: <laughs> so there's that email.
1: Yep. <laughs> yes. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mu cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave, and I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, aie-guild.org podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat is aie-guild.info discord, all lowercase. And for past episodes, you can see them on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash C slash the AIE podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at keys with soul or visit his website, AndrewAllenMusic.com.
2: And this is normally where we would play your lovely member segments. We did not get any this week, but please be sure to send them into the podcast at a dash email. I'll remember it now. Um, If you want to be included in the podcast.
0: All right. And uh, next time, we're going to talk to Kelsey and in Final Fantasy 14. And obviously, the music going to probably be uh, saying a few words as well. Um, so until then, AIE, this is McCullough.
1: This is
2: Ted Semi. And this is MuCal.
0: And this has been the AIE Podcast.